is a podcast for entertainment purposes only. No copyrights, animal rights, or Miranda rights will be infringed upon at any time. This program is not meant to diagnose, treat, or prevent any literary conditions. Please check with your doctor before reading any books. Please be advised that plot lines and such will be discussed. The host will do their best to alert you of any potential spoilers with, say, a very annoying... A very annoying sound effect. One or two spoilers might slip through. We apologize for any inconvenience, mental distress, or property damage this may cause. So I had the very good burger at TGI Fridays today. It was okay. The very good burger was just okay. Yes. The next book I write is called Really Good Book. And it'll be okay. <laughs> and I remember like, it, was, it wasn't really that good, but... Question, if Kenan Thompson would have brought you the burger personally, would it have been a really good burger? It would have been a really good burger, <laughs> yes. But it would have been good burger, one word. Uh, yes. So, yeah, that's my anecdote for the day. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. It was exciting. Uh, welcome to Don't Drink the Tea, an Agatha Christie podcast where we analyze Agatha Christie's books one by one. I'm Josh. I'm Charlotte. I'm Zach. And today we're not going to be analyzing one of Agatha Christie's books one by one. I'm Josh. Wait, what? No. I'm Charlotte. I'm confused. <laughs> this is... I'm bored. <laughs> What's new? This is a bonus episode. Wow, what is that? A bonus episode is where we don't talk about a particular book, but we talk about something probably related to Agatha Christie or literature, or just wow you by being really hilarious in our podcast. <laughs> probably not the last one. Definitely not. <laughs> because See, you already find it funny. There's only like yeah. so many Agatha Christie books, like what, 90 some? Yeah. And we know that you want to hear more from us all the time. Absolutely. So Charlotte's going to start a podcast about uh, woodworking. Oh, definitely. She knows a lot about woodworking. <laughs> we all start podcasts about things we know nothing about. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. We'll do a podcast about uh... picking up chicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me and Zach do how to get a girlfriend. <laughs> Something we know nothing about. <laughs> Hi, welcome to How to Get a Girlfriend. I'm your boy, Josh. And I'm your boy, Zach. And today we're going to show you how to woo the ladies. Woo. Ah, They're going to swoon for you. We'll have some really soft jazz playing where only we can hear it. <laughs> so that's just to get us in the mood. <laughs> Suddenly woodworking is looking really, really great. So in this bonus episode, we're not going to be talking about woodworking or how to pick up chicks. You're going to have to check out our solo podcast for that. <laughs> what we're going to Nice laugh. Thanks. What we're going to talk about in this podcast is writing. So, uh... The really good bonus episode. What made you decide to start writing? Who are you looking at? You. Oh, the one okay. he's literally looking at. The <laughs> one that yeah, I'm looking right in your eyes. Fun fact, Josh doesn't have eyes. We don't ne- we gets, never know who he's looking at. I'm wearing I'm wearing a Spider-Man mask. <laughs> he has two eye patches on. <laughs> it's really confusing. Okay, I will I will address you. <clears throat> Miss you. Woodworker. What how I like did, that name. I forgot the question already. Why what made you decide to start writing? Okay, uh, this is a true story and it's gonna make me not look great, but that's okay. That's what it's all about, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. We want you to look bad. Why do, you the, think, why do you think we had you on that the That is podcast? the sole purpose of this podcast. <laughs> that is why I'm here. To embarrass you. Woodworking and embarrassing myself. We promise not to all make right. fun of you. It's okay. I kind of deserve winking. it. We're both winking. Well, it's hard to tell through the eye patch. Okay. It's actually true. <laughs> like, yeah. When I was a kid and, like, had to go play with other children, Ew. they made me do 
And so there was like these other girls, I don't know, maybe we were like 10 or 12 and they were younger and they like wanted to play house. And I was like, okay. House but- MD? No, that wasn't out yet. Remember, I'm old. Oh, I forgot that you're like 80 now. <laughs> this is like, we're talking about the early 90s So it would have been like Dr. Quinn when Medicine. Dark times. <laughs> that was exactly when it was off. <laughs> um, so they, they wanted to like play house and I, I wasn't about it. And I was like, okay, well, fine. But what's the plot? literally i said that and they were like what do you wow. mean i was like we have to have a point what's the script what are we what, doing what a nerd. And, <laughs> I know. what's I know. the family what yeah, problems are they going exactly through? so i made all these little kids like have a storyline and mm. we would have to act it out because i refused to play house if we didn't have a reason <laughs> What a diva. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you were yeah. really popular in the <laughs> Were you like, okay, were you they like. They had to hang out with me. Was they it been like the choice. weird person that makes every game have a point? Or did they like look to you because you made the games fun? No, they, it was, well, I flatter myself to say that I did make it better. And they, oh. they weren't like, oh gosh, no, we yeah, have to do this again. They were agreed. like, yeah. no, okay, oh, this is really fun. Like, they didn't know they were missing it, yeah. Right, and of course, like when you're 12, you can like, you make it up as you go along. But yeah. when we started, I was like, hey. We're gonna do this. We gotta do it right. We gotta have a script. Very I, mean, I didn't. I didn't do rewrites or anything. But the point of all that was because we did that, and then as we would play along and kind of like riff and make up our own suggestions and ideas, I was like, "Wow, this would be a really good story." So that was like the first thing that oh, I wrote is a from family. A fam. Famu. Family. A family thing. It was a family of emus. <laughs> yes. Called famu. Called famu. Famu. I'd, I'd they locked up Famu and put him in a chlorine tank. <laughs> That's bad for an emo. No. <laughs> Definitely. Okay, so that is how I got started. And then I found that writing, I actually enjoyed it. Nice and story. I'm wow. much better at it than I used to be. But And speaking. <laughs> no, no, that didn't never improve. <laughs> no. Did not never improve. Good story. Thanks. It's all true. You whipped it right out. I didn't know you had one prepared. Wow. Well, I sit around and think of... Uh, things I would say when I'm interviewed on like NPR. Oh, that's true. Doesn't everybody? <laughs> yeah, I. It's uh, yeah. And what exactly inspired you to begin this novel? Well, let me tell you, whoever you are, Neville. Neville. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Clearly, a man with a voice like this, so painfully nasal, could only be called Neville. <laughs> Solid point, my man. <laughs> okay, well, that's good to know. I grew from your childhood. Yeah. I apologize to everyone. But Josh, how nice to meet you, apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's my dad quote really joke for the day. Joke. Good job. I feel like he's here with us. <laughs> Josh, how did you start writing? Um, well, okay, usually when somebody, I guess I have been asked that before because they're like, what made you start writing? Because it's kind of a strange thing to say when somebody asks what one of your hobbies is. True. It's hard to bring up. Unless you are also a writer. And then you right. completely... And and you're like, like, oh, you're right, too. Absolutely. Right. So right. a lot yeah. of the times, and it's not really true, but my granddad wanted me to write a story with him because I would go hang out with my granddad while my grandma went to work. She'd come home and we'd read her the portion of the story. I kind of remember Yeah, this. and it was some fantasy world about, like, crayons were people and stuff like that i remember that one. yeah but it was all kind of my granddad telling me what to write uh-huh and uh i wrote it down but yeah because how old would you have been and uh, you're not very old like i mean or... old enough that i had my own ideas because this is the point of the story because people will tell you were me like grandpa i'm gonna have to let you go <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is we broke up because a of creative differences. <laughs> well, the, yeah the thing is 
Like, everybody would tell me, like, that's really funny. I'm like, well, Granddad kind of, I was very humble, very as a child. And, like, Granddad <laughs> just told me what to write down. He grew out of that. And, like, after we finished the book, I'm like, okay, Granddad, this is the sequel. This is my idea for a sequel. And Granddad was like, no, that's no good. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And I'm like, yeah, it is. So at that point, I started writing stories, and I would read them to Grandma or to my mom. And I know they weren't good, and I'm sure I should apologize Granddad for Granddad was like completely cut out. <laughs> yeah, like, no more with that. Not my writing partner. So I wrote those, and eventually, I think Charlotte found out that I wrote, and she encouraged me to, like, you know, write more, and I wrote my first novel. How old? I was, like, 13, probably. I think you were 12, Something. I think. Yeah, around there, and r- having written that set me up for, like, having... I enjoy that so much. Yes. That's yes. one of my hobbies. I remember one thing that you wrote, Josh. It was called... And this was probably this is really the only thing Josh really has shared with me that he wrote because it's not true. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I feel like I've, I've well, shared you shared some, some stuff with me, yeah, but yeah, like yeah. like and this was like way back in the day. This is like early. Knowing early. he doesn't read, no, I like yeah. don't slap him. And like I wasn't that. Yeah, he's not like read my thing, read my thing. Because I'd be like fine, right. and then I wouldn't. It was <laughs> because it I'm was good, dumb. I guess I'm a good friend. <laughs> <laughs> but you wrote a comic book. Oh, called yeah. uh, Llama Man and Unicorn Boy. Oh yeah, a series of comics. Oh yeah, it was like, and there was like, like an arch nemesis, but like, yeah. And then there was wow. like this this other hero called Alpaca guy yeah, or like something his, like that. His, like opposing. This hero. is all new. Who then, like, I, I got, didn't know. Who then had like had, like a turn it. of morals, and he came and was the bad guy afterwards. <laughs> like the antihero. It was <laughs> wow. It was, it was all. It was crazy. Yeah, it was all geared to entertain Zach. Yeah, it was awesome. I completely I, forgot. About I that. think that's solid though. There, was like, maybe I'll revisit. There was absolutely <laughs> like sure. Unicorn Boy like got mad at Llama Man and went over to a, like alpaca. They had alpaca that moment guy. where the, that they fought. I remember and there was this, this, now. this weird thing about a waffle with Unicorn Boy for some reason. I don't remember what that was about, but it, like he brought over waffles, like waffles. But that's more like just based on you because I, <laughs> waffles are my favorite kind of food. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I, well, thanks for bringing that up. I didn't remember. You're that. welcome. So Zach doesn't write stories. No. Well, you have. Before we get into what you actually do. <laughs> Talk about talk about the one book that you have written and and the audience's reaction to it. So the audience is Josh and my sister, and their reaction is pure love. <laughs> it was the greatest thing I've ever read. So I wrote. So we were playing categories one day, and everyone who doesn't know what categories is, it's like this game where you have a letter and you have a list, and you have to write down things in the list in a certain amount of time. Movie based. starts with P. Right. Things Food like that. Starts with P. So well, the category was books that start with M. M. Or no, it was something about an author. I think it was authors. Yeah, that yeah. That was something. And I don't remember what the author's name was. Whatever it was. You're like, yeah, he wrote Marcus's he, Adventure. He made up this title, and everybody's like, you don't get that point. You made that up. <laughs> and I was like, I think you know what? That's my pseudonym, and I'm going to go write that book. And we were Marcus's all like, Adventure. yeah, right. And so for like the next like two months, I think it was like over the course of like two months, I wrote this very short. Like it just should have it's taken half of a, a f- composition notebook of like one sided pages. It's a novella. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was uh it was it, it's 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 like a noir style book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, film noir. Film noir. Starring uh this guy, Marcus, who gets confused for a famous detective called Damian Jones. And decides really that, cool setup. I, yeah, I was gonna say I've only really I've good. only heard the fallout from this book. I've never actually read that, and you're really selling it. And so, like, he, so <laughs> just Damian, get him time. So Damian Damian Jones just is this famous out. detective, and Marcus decides for the heck of it, 
Uh-huh. He's going to pretend to be this well, famous detective. The guy that approaches him is wearing a top hat, sweatpants, and no shirt. And he's looking for his missing wife, <laughs> and he's, Shirley. And he's got, <laughs> he's got a tattoo of Elmo on his back. Yeah. <laughs> like, huge. Like, it's all, his whole back. His whole back. And, like, <laughs> so, like, he goes off on this adventure. Like, I've the, seen the, that guy at Walmart. <laughs> and the book starts off, and it's like, uh, here I am running through the Canadian forest with uh, a backpack full of jelly bellies and... Uh, the Canadian government chasing me. How did I get here? I love it! <laughs> and it, it, it was just... And it, like, goes on this really, really weird, like, journey. And I've never finished it because I have oh. no idea. I always wanted him to. Because he wrote himself into a corner. The world was about to end. There was, like, <laughs> there was a bomb, a rocket, there something. Was, Tom Kenny was in there. The guy who voices SpongeBob was the mastermind behind the whole plot. And reading it that. looks like you're reading the ravings of, an, of a lunatic. Because... <laughs> He's writing, like, a, a normal narrative on some pages, and then I turn the page, and it's, like, play style. Like, his name, colon, and then what he says. Like, it's a screenplay. And, and then, then like, the next half, page, it goes back. It's, it's like, like half the chapter changes. It goes back to normal narrative. That is... <laughs> I forgot about that. And there's, like, I don't know how, but, like, everyone in the world mixes up. Marcus with Damien Jones. Like, there's, like, this love interest that's like, hello, Damien. Yeah. And he's like, hi, doll. And it's like, how do you not know if you were, like, love interests at some point? Mm-hmm. The lights go off, the lights come back on, and, like, 20 members of the Canadian police are, are dead. In one instant. Wow. That's the with first one, time. One gunshot. <laughs> and then Marcus says, how is this possible? And the, the doctor in the room, because they were, like, in corner. the doctor's, the yeah. corner, was like, I don't know. There was only one gunshot, and it shot me in the leg, and then he drops dead. (laughs) And it never gets explained. This sounds like a blockbuster film directed by Michael Bay. There's absolutely, But I think Josh's favorite part was, to this day, I'm not good at spelling. I'm awful at it. Me too. And there was... No, you're not. So many It's pretty bad. (laughs) That was the best part of the book, laughing at, at... what he thought, how he thought the word was spelled. Uh-huh. <laughs> it added like a it's layer to it. Written in secret code. Yeah. Oh, you know that that famous unsolved mystery of that huge manuscript that they found? No. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, I've already asked you this. I'm sorry. There's there's this famous unsolved mystery where they find this huge manuscript from like the 1700s. And it's um, it's all in like this language that could be this, could be Italian, could be Latin, could be English, but isn't. It's just like this big jumble of things and wow. all these drawings like someone had been on this big expedition <laughs> and they can't still can't crack the code like they've had people working on it for years that, <laughs> that is that's my book. was that's like your great, great 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 grandfather's book and it's uh, like it's I'm it's genius him. yeah it's genius and insanity like right together i, I believe because josh told me that i should more when he read the book because i wrote it in chapters and had josh read chapters as i went along yeah um, serialized and so one of the things he told me to do is what they do in Noirs was like this crazy, like saying. I don't know how you would describe it. Like it hit me like this. That kind of. Oh thing. yeah, like uh, yeah, like a metaphor. Hit me like a ton of bricks. Right. Yeah. So one of I remember like the one I, I threw in there that I really wanted to go crazy. You remember this? Yeah, like lasted a whole page. Yeah, it was like it hit me like a ton of bricks strapped to a train being pushed by <laughs> Superman going through space. That's so that, awesome. And then I was saying I'm like, wasn't a big deal, but uh, that's the only thing I remember. So that was my book. So I that's that really novel. good. Uh, by the way, it's called the Voynich Mandis- Manuscript. Blah, blah. Voynich. The problem is Voynich. you're too intelligent for this podcast. No. You're like I elevating had... us while we're talking about... <laughs> no, I had to Google that. How did you hear about this, though? You heard about <laughs> I it. I was... I did. Were you like at a watching... coffee shop with a, a professor? 
Yes. Wearing like a tweed jacket and this like is, completely circle glasses. This, He's that's got what a scarf I do on. on Thursday nights. Wow. Yeah, that's how I get smarter. <laughs> I know. Real creative. He's got a scarf. He's got a, a he scarf. He genius. <laughs> a scarf and glasses. That That's how you can tell from a distance. Remember. Genius, yeah. genius, not genius. Okay, so we've all written uh, something. But in fairness, now Zach writes music. Yes, which yeah, we forgot is, to get onto that. You are both that from, is what he's good at. Yes. <laughs> and does it very well. I'm very good at novels as well. Well, let's stick to music. Yeah, come on. <laughs> well, you haven't it's read it yet. Day job. <laughs> I want to. He's good at plots. He's good at plots. Mm-hmm. That's, for, that's yes. good. Yes. Without endings. <laughs> right, right. He really wrote himself into a corner. I've never written an ending in my life, so. True. <laughs> it's very true. Anyway. So, yeah. yeah. So, let's all talk about uh, something that somebody else wrote. All at once? Yeah. We're going to take <laughs> And then, and then, and then there was the this thing. one time. <laughs> okay. I, I, um, something that we liked that the other person wrote. I've, I have never read anything of Charlotte, so I'm going to take Josh. Okay. Go for it. And I'll take Charlotte. I've, have I ever read anything you've written? Not read. You can, you've heard music that I've written. Oh, that's true. Yes. I could take Charlotte. Charlotte could take both of us. Okay. She probably could take us both in a fight. That's true. Oh, easily. That's true. <laughs> Sorry, We're like a little shrimp of men. I'm scrawny and Zach's easily distracted. <laughs> Look at that. Where? <laughs> scrawny and easily distracted is the name of our uh, live tour that we're starting soon. <laughs> I would go see that. Yes, please. <laughs> I would be in the audience You're in the well. audience. Go me and Josh. Woo! <laughs> okay, so... Uh, uh, I'll start. Start. Now, I... Good save. So Zach writes music. I write music. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not talking about... Oh, wait. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about... I forgot you're not talking about yourself. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I, I can talk about myself. I'm scrawny and easily distracted. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, go ahead. Scrawny and easily distracted and another guy who is that, too. <laughs> Except for the scrawny. It's a long name. It's it's in a workshop. Everybody thinks that we're a trio. <laughs> they get up there. There's only two... Well, there's one guy up there because you're in the audience. Yeah. The third one dies. It's the most confusing performance you'll see in your anyway. life. So I'm going to talk about the specific thing that Josh read me. Okay. Um, now, this is the beginning of it was uh, based on like a Jane Austen oh. type thing because like I haven't read much oh, that. Of, of yours, um, and like people are going to realize how much of a freak you are after this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was a writing exercise I, I did to prepare myself to write a novel. I was like, okay, I need to write a short story to like mm-hmm. warm myself up. And so, it's like, crazy. And I just <clears throat> read Sense and Sensibility and Pride and Prejudice back to back. And so Josh was in a Josh was in a mode. Yeah, but, I'm like, uh, I bet I could channel her spirit. He, I think he, I could do. He that. wanted to write some classic romance. Yeah, so I did that. And so, I'm sorry. Have you, have you, did you go away and think about what you've done? Uh, yes, I was very proud of us. Give us a pat on the back. Fine, continue. Uh, anyway, so Josh writes this story. It's about, uh, you know, it's classic. I don't know what era that would be in. What was those at the 1700s? I guess. 18th century? Yeah. So yeah, 18th century. there's like this rich woman who lives on her own. Uh, who had Arabella. Like the, Arabella. Sorry, I don't know the lingo. Well, of no, course no, I'm, just, I'm just adding to it. Yeah, I, I have a thing for A names if you will ever read my stories. Oh, I can't the na- that was them. the name. Arabella's the girl. Yeah. Sorry. I thought that you were I was saying just that, that's the it. type of no, person I was just she was. No. Okay. You came up with anyway. Alexa. That was you. I like Arabella. <laughs> Play me some music. Ariadne. <laughs> okay. So Continue. she lives like on her own. Like she has like this big family estate that, uh, correct me if I get any of this wrong, by the way, Josh, because I might not okay. remember it great because I've, you know, you read it to me. Right. 
That was it. You read it to me once. And you um, weren't listening. Yeah. I was driving and then I was listening to music. I turned up above <laughs> what you were saying. Okay, shut up, shut up. <laughs> this is my song! Yeah! Anyway. And so, uh, it, it's, so this woman has an estate and there's, uh, she isn't married yet. So like these guys want to marry her because she's hot. Um, <laughs> In a very like Jane Austen type way. way. <laughs> I fancy you. She's a suitable... Well, yeah. Bride, yeah, and so like this guy like wants to wants to marry her, and so like they go like he goes he comes and according he comes to her house one day to propose to her. Yeah, with like flowers, with like flowers and stuff. And she's like, "Oh my gosh, yes, I will marry you." I think that's how it happens, yeah. right? And she's like, "I have to go over here now." Something happens, and she leaves. <laughs> that's exactly what I wrote. I have to go over here now. <laughs> she like leaves and goes into a, no- a different room or something, and he notices that. Uh, along the floor and wall, floor walls, there's like little specks of something red, mm-hmm. and so he starts following it and following it, and he sees that as it goes, it you starts remember so much more bigger, about this than I do. Like, like it gets bigger and bigger. Eventually, it's like handprints and footprints, and, and it leads, scratches and on the scratches on the, to the on the, the walls. Marks. Yeah, and he like it leads to this door, and you know, and any any story or any like. Uh, TV show or movie, they always go in the door. You got me, as a, the me door. as a human being, I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I ain't getting, ain't getting wrecked Seen today. Seen enough, not interested. <laughs> ain't getting wrecked today. <laughs> the Zach Taylor story. <laughs> and so he, he like he opens the door, and he looks in, and there's like a giant lizard dinosaur thing, right? <laughs> yeah, like a velociraptor. Yeah, and then he's like, oh my gosh, <laughs> and he like, and then and then where's an Arabella comes behind him, and she's like. Oh, I wish you hadn't have seen that. And then feeds him to the Velociraptor. <laughs> slams and the door behind him. Ends. And I'm like, well, that really took a twist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but the the setup in it, this part I remember, was that that had happened multiple times. Like suitors kept like, coming to her, yeah, and, and like then she, they'd leave town so heartbroken they would go, they would be gone. Right, and her family, like she's on the family estate, but like there are no servants. Like it's eventually she's by yeah. herself, and you kind of that part was kind of good, like leading up to like how because she. I think Sean turned her, her her head off, head off, <laughs> turned her brain off at Jane Austen. That's why she can't remember. Yeah, see, this, yeah, this is a big. I mean, so far on this podcast. We haven't argued much, which is strange because yeah, in real life we do a lot. <laughs> I hate IRL, when we fight. We, <laughs> we we yell a lot and we disagree a lot, and that is uh, you it'll, don't come. Yell. it'll that's, come. That's well, one of the one of the things is Jane Austen. Yes, that is one of the things that we that we uh, disagree right. about is Jane Austen. Which we, is fine, like, we'll probably talk about authors one day, like other yes. authors we like. But that was the reason that I did turn my brain off when yeah. I read that. And, and I in really fairness, was I should probably. Yeah, which was fine, and the twist was was good, and it was interesting, and and as a short story, it it, it stands. But yeah, Zach definitely much. knew more about it than I yeah, did. Yeah, because I enjoyed it. I don't like I read, roll. but <laughs> I I enjoy it when I hear stories or if people like uh, retell plots and stuff to me. Like okay. I, yeah. I can get invested in it, yeah. or like be interested. I just don't enjoy right. the and have opinions and right, right. right. I understand that yeah. makes sense, and yeah. so. I enjoyed that. I think he did an excellent job with it. Well, thank you, Zach. You're welcome, Josh. Okay. I'll talk about uh, Charlotte. Um, oh, no. The only problem with Charlotte's writing is she doesn't tend <laughs> to finish things, so... The only problem? Do, do you have, <laughs> the biggest when problem. When you read it, you kind of just have to, like, let it surround <laughs> you. Don't get too emotionally invested. Yeah. Um, but the one story you wrote, I think it was, like, I'm two sorry. NaNoWriMo's ago. I'm so sorry. Not... Two years ago, but two NaNoWriMo... Oh, I'm saying NaNoWriMo. 
you might not know what that is, but we'll get to that. Yes. Anyway. Just hang on. She, uh, <laughs> it was a story about the future. It was a war that they used, like... Oh, yeah. It was an information war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the great thing about it, <clears throat> and this is where me and Charlotte differ, the kind of stories we like and the kind of stories that we write, is that she does big casts and I do small casts. Mm-hmm. Because the problem is when I have a big cast, I have, like, 17 characters that... You know nothing about. And that's John the doctor and like you know nothing about him because I just haven't had time. <laughs> I bet but, he did it. <laughs> dang it. He always gets it right. It's very my, good. It's my skill. <laughs> so, uh, good. but Charlotte was really good at each character came to life. Each Aww, character thanks. like was flesh and blood. Every scene you had with him because you jumped around a lot with all the characters. Mm-hmm. Like everyone you were with like, oh, like this feels real. This is a real person. This is a real character. Cool. So you do really good with, with big casts. I don't remember too much about the plot of the book, but I remember yeah. feeling that way about all of the characters. I remember there awesome. was like a guy on the beach and mm-hmm. there was uh, like the little girl on the beach, right? Mm-hmm. Little yeah. Boy, little girl. Yeah. Um, and there's always like, she always has the... I'm only sighing about it because it's so predictable. Is that she always has like the rogue Harrison Ford type character? Like you what? would, what but most stories do. Yeah, like yours don't. Yeah, but I kill him really fast. <laughs> what a nice guy. That's fine. So that's yeah, happen, but I hate so him. So that's my Charlotte thing. Cool. Period. Thanks. That's my Charlotte thing. That that's that's wow. all that needs to be said. Thank you though, because I worry a lot about that. I feel like because you spend so much time in your own head with your characters, you're always mm. like, you know them so well. It's like they're not standing out. They're two dimensional. They're flat on the page. And so I appreciate very much hearing that. No, you do a like, really good job bringing them to life really quickly. They just yeah. They, I never write an ending. There's an author. <laughs> I can't remember what her name is, but there's an author that I read which is really stupid teasing her, but one of the reviews was she could let you know who a person is in three sentences. Wow. And I heard them say that about her, and I read her book, her book, one of her books, and that was true. Nice. I can't remember her name, but it was huh. something crazy. Cool. She's, uh, I think she's from one of the African countries. Cheryl so Jansen. Crazy name. It was dog time. <laughs> I was trying to think of that name. <laughs> Saved my life. I was like, oh, I know the name. What is it? Oh, I should say it. Your own creation. <laughs> my own. Okay, so that's my Charlotte thing. Nice. Period. Okay. So it's your my turn. turn? Okay. Yeah. Um, you might not remember anything I've done, because it's been a while since I've done anything that you've heard. Recently, you let me listen to some of the things that you've heard. Oh, written. I wish I wasn't recording with my phone. I could play them. Okay. I have them. I want you to play. To you. So Zach asked me to write lyrics, too. I think too. you should just, like, do... So, ding, ding, so this ding, is ding, Zach's ding. writing thing. <laughs> Zach asked me to write lyrics to, to one of the songs that he did, or a couple of songs that he did. Mm-hmm. I'm writing an album. And you might... So. This, I'm a big Led Zeppelin fan. Fun fact. And whenever... They composed the music to Kashmir, one of their greatest songs. The, oh, that's that's the lyricist was like, I don't know, I can't write lyrics to this because this music is so awesome and I don't know how to fit it. Anyway, so Zach asked me to write lyrics to this song and I listened to it. It's not like it's like Kashmir, like epic, but I'm like, this is so nice and sweet and I I don't know what to do and I've been just listening to it for like a week now and I. I haven't been able to get it right. Oh, so, is that so play new? that song. Yeah, I haven't heard that. So when I emailed it it's to a Josh, lot of, he said, yeah. when I emailed it to Josh, I had one <laughs> sentence. Because like before, like Josh is helping me write lyrics for this album, and like I, I'll tell him like where it is in the album, and like the the emotion, the feel, I, he the wants. feel I went for it. And this one, the only text I gave him was, "This is a really good song." He <laughs> <laughs> wasn't lying though. It's like the really good burger. Okay, so I'm gonna just sit this next to it. Oh, this is so exciting. So I just I just titled this love song for now because it's the only... It's gonna, well, I don't know about the only, but it's like the prominent love song in the album. So okay. this is how it goes. 
Then it just repeats for Wow. Isn't that good? I like it. I like it a lot. Thank you. So I don't have... It is very sweet. You're right. That's just... I don't have enough love it. in my soul to write for it right now. <laughs> I need well, to... Thank you. Well, the problem is I'm not in love with anything, so I feel like I need to fall in love with something mm-hmm. to... Something, like a Be sandwich. in love with it. The-, <laughs> the very good burger. No. But no, the music is really, the song. is really nice. It it's is. Really good. Well, yeah. thank you. That's yes, that. Appreciate That's that. what Very Zach writes. Now, I think Charlotte like was very different in feel because I don't. Yeah, well, okay, you, well, yeah. you already know that I hate Jane Austen, so you're pretty much gonna know that there's not love. a single love song that I like. <laughs> That's not true. I like. I wanna know what love is. is. <laughs> no, not that one. Want you to I like show you. Uh, I, okay, this is this is genuinely true. I like you. Don't know what love is by. Uh, White stripes. <laughs> that doesn't count. Is there like any like guilty pleasure like love eighties love ballad? Like everybody's got one. I'm gonna tell you. Yeah, just you one. know this. I've told you this before. What is it? I like every rose has its thorns. Oh, <laughs> I've told you that. <laughs> That's not a bad song. I once no. popped a tire to it. So yeah. Bad <laughs> memories attached dad, to like, it. Yeah, I borrowed dad's car. I like just started driving, drove off, drove off into a ditch. That song was playing, so I had bad memories attached to it. Yeah, I'm not sorry. as bad as the song I broke my ankle to, but okay. So yeah, so yeah, not not much on on the love over here in this corner, but. This it's just not interesting enough to me. Anyway, like you said, you got to be in love with something. To, and then all the songs made sense. Yeah, no. I want to know what, what love. Is. <laughs> what? Let me know when I want to know what love is. Makes sense to okay. you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So no, but you did play something for me recently, mm-hmm. Zach, that I really liked. Play that. Play that. Please. This is the one. Play that funky music, my boy. This is, you also haven't written lyrics to this one. This is the I other haven't. One. Or yeah, I have. You haven't. I've only written lyrics to one. Yeah. Yeah. And they're awful. I'm kidding. They're good. <laughs> I like them. Well, so this, time for honesty, uh, I guess. I, I, I think I titled this one as This Thing. And I won't play it all because this is... An it's ad- not the official title. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is just things I've titled them because I don't have names for them yet because names come from lyrics. Anyway, most <laughs> of the time. Ted. Uh, so this... So I write in basically two modes. Hard rock and uh, nice acoustic. And this uh-huh. is also acoustic. So this is the other side of the spectrum. This is the other side of the spectrum. So here's the other thing.
Okay, I'm gonna move on to a, a different point in the song <laughs> real quick because it changed. Because hold your applause. I really liked oh, your. Uh, I liked your air drums. <laughs> I hate everyone because missed I, it. I, I had partially written drums for this song before, but I just gave up on them because I had I wasn't ready to write anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do have drums in my head. I love that we become like a radio station now. We're playing like. Yeah, okay. artists. Uh, Legit. I'll let me try to find it real quick before I do it. So the, uh, this song is is long. It's almost five minutes long. Mm-hmm. It's your stairway. Um, and this is a different. Co- this is a different version of recorded than the one I. I, I thought it to. sounded a little different. It's deeper because I went from okay. from E down to D okay. instead, which is lower in tuning. Because I I like playing like that because I'm cool. Hardcore. <laughs> if you hear raindrops, it's because well. It, no, the sprinklers accidentally <laughs> got turned on in the studio. <laughs> oh, right, right. Okay, <laughs> here we go. There's a really bad sweep in this coming up because it's hard to sweep on an acoustic guitar. Okay. Anyway, if you don't <sighs> know what the word sweep means... Bad sweeps. Anyway. If you don't know, just pretend. That's what I do. Bad sweeps. <laughs> of the month Zachary Taylor <laughs> you can see him in concert in his backyard <laughs> I'm Neville <laughs> thanks for having me Neville <laughs> we'd like to ask you what is it that inspired that song I don't know <laughs> this is Ben songs with Zachary Taylor okay well that's Zach's writing no then. that's awesome I feel like that was um, it was a little murder by death it was it was a little Zeppelin, like, like a, I don't know, and it reminds me a lot of, um, almost like scoring for a movie, like I feel like it could have mm. been in the background in Lord of the Rings, one of the Lord of the Rings movies, mm. not, and I don't mean that as an insult, because <laughs> the music was good. Oh, well, fine line there. <laughs> because the, the, mode I, the mode I write in is because I like songs that are a bit progressive in nature, that don't really follow a strict... Yeah. rule when that comes yes. to how they're structured. And I liked that a lot, that you had, you played for us the little bits there that it completely changed and it got really quiet. And, yeah, and so... And like something was sneaking up on you and then like... Right. It all broke loose. And so I like when, I like that because it gives mm-hmm. you like this big, this big story within one song. Even mm-hmm. though I, I also like uh, albums that are, like, I like rock operas or mm-hmm. concept albums because mm-hmm. they're big and epic. And even yes. though, even if I don't, I don't, particularly pay attention to the cut to the concept or the story behind it but all the music is connected in some way mm-hmm. in those usually which i really yeah. enjoy yeah which is and why that, i'm really connected to albums as holes and not right. just songs and that's that is a really unique mindset because not everyone can think like that so yeah. that, that's a talent in itself and so that's that's Smart. just the kind of 
Yeah, not everybody can be smart like me. It's true. <laughs> that's, that's just kind of like the realm of which I, I lie in, because I listen to so much of it that I have a hard time settling down into a regular song. Because, like, I like... I, I know that, like... You're a big you, picture boy. I'm a big picture boy. That's your style. And so I know yeah. that there needs to be some normally structured songs, especially, mm-hmm. like, in an album. And so I... You know, the love song. And there's another one that I sent Josh and he wrote lyrics to, which I'm not going to play. You got to get your singles. <laughs> My singles. Yeah. I heard singles. And I was like, what's, singles. A, what's a single? You don't know what a single is? Come oh, on. Come on. <laughs> um, and so I, I, ha- I have to rein myself in and just write a standard song, mm-hmm. you know, what it, whatever it is. And I try to do that. But it's kind of like, I like, I'll hear this one thing and I'm like, okay, I have that. And I'll hear another thing and I'm like, okay, I have that. And I'll hear another thing and I'll, you know, and I'll write all mm-hmm. those things nice. and flush them out. And then I'm like, mm-hmm. let's shove them all together into one song. <laughs> that'll I like that'll that. be cool. Yeah. I no, like it that. is cool. Because it's harder get to bored. accomplish, but it's yeah. better. Uh, yeah, not not result. very many people write like that or could write like that. No. So, no. And again, as you know, I don't know, I probably haven't said this because you think you're going to release it out of order. But I hate pop music. Mm. Yeah. It's, you haven't said that yet. Agreed. For yeah. the audience. Yeah. But yeah. It's very formulaic. If you said it, say it again. Formulaic. Nice. I know words. Formulaic. Formulaic. <laughs> formulaic. Let me go. Progressive rock. <laughs> and, that, and it really bothers me how formulaic stuff is and how mindless everything is yes. when it comes to pop music. Yes. And I do like... I want to know what love is. <laughs> pop music wasn't it's different like, yeah. yeah even even if they it's had like a worse. sound it's over gotten, the generations less and less brain cells it gets right. more throwaway less. as time goes on right the first thing i ever wrote with music was when charlotte found out when i first started learning guitar oh yeah she she heard me play for the first time and I played like hotel california and i was like oh. <laughs> it was the only thing <laughs> I, I was talking about we don't talk about okay. that shut up Jack. charlotte sings with the country accent <laughs> shut up <laughs> it was the only thing i knew how to play <laughs> and so and so she was like if I wrote a song, like lyrics, would you write music to it? It was, you know, I, the feel I, I got from the song was it was about torture. Charlotte oh, says dear. it was something else. No, because oh, wow. I was thinking, what was the, that one about? This is the, the advantage the, of having dementia. It was torture opening, to listen to. The opening <laughs> lyrics, and I remember this. Oh my gosh. See, this is it the was, great thing about having dementia. Everything is new to me. Oh, this touches on like, both really? of your writing. This is nice, but... And okay. I'm not going to say it because you can't hear the music. Okay, I remember the name of that song. I have since lost those lyrics, which makes me really sad. I don't think I have them either. <laughs> I lost that one, and I lost the James Bond theme song that I wrote, which really makes oh, me sad because that was one of my favorite things that. that I ever wrote lyrically. Green for Danger. Um, like that. Yes, yes, that was it, actually. Oh. But this one was called Let's Talk. Oh, yeah. Yes. And, and the opening was... lyrics <laughs> oh, were my gosh. Hot Lights, Turn the Screws. Oh, yeah. This could be over now. It's up to you. <laughs> And I'm like, we have ways of making you talk. <laughs> and I'm like, this is torture. And she's I, like, it's not torture, it's fun. And I'm like, torture is fun to you. No. That was so exact bad. words. I wanted to write something fun. Wait, okay. I, I, that's funny that I don't remember saying I that. I want to know what pain is. <laughs> Stop. No, I want you to keep that, doing that through every podcast we've recorded. Okay, can I give you sure, like, what course. the artist really meant? Like, what was the point behind that sure. song? No. I know what it sounds like, and it's a good thing you don't remember the rest of it because it gets worse. But <laughs> Oh, I know it does. <laughs> I just don't remember um, it. No, that song was about the way that you, okay, the way that some people feel when, like, they have to, like... 
when someone w- like w- wants you, you to right talk now? to them. No, not right now. But yeah, um, <laughs> when someone wants you to talk to them and like, okay, tell me what's wrong. Tell me what's wrong. Or like, oh, really wants about, you to share and you're uh, like, I'm not sharing. And, and it's so torture. It begins like to when we want to know what like... Amy's love ballad you're into. <laughs> I gave us that information oh, nice. pretty quickly. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. That's wow. pretty much how it went. That is memory Fun. lane. <laughs> cool. I'm glad that that put you uh, like both. Like I had to yeah, I forgot both about of that. your writing styles. That was so my, that was the first so thing I wrote. That's awesome. Yep. So now I want to find those lyrics. Okay. <laughs> so what's next? NaNoWriMo. NaNoWriMo. Okay. So NaNoWriMo. We started that a while ago. Um, I think last year. We both did it pretty seriously. It was the first time we both did it seriously. Yeah. Yeah. We both played um, around with it. But a friend of mine, um, Sabrina, who is as cool as her name sounds, <laughs> told me about... She's not a teenage witch. <laughs> despite what the rumors may say. <laughs> she told me about NaNoWriMo years oh, ago. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. been a while. And it, she was like, yeah, in, in November, um, you try to write quote unquote a novel so like a, a really rough yes yeah. national novel writing month. Yeah, it's right. every november and it's um just to get words on a page so no editing like your rough first draft the first thing that comes out yeah. raw words try yeah. to write fifty thousand in 30 days because unless you are like agatha christie in like the 60s when you wrote a book every month or like right. stephen king writing <laughs> yeah. a book every weekend 50,000 words in a month is a lot. It is a like, challenge. A lot of people, when you tell them that, they're like, oh, that's not that many. But it, it Wait, takes a lot of work to write 1,000 oh words. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Yeah. When you start, it's like, this is so How many words would you say I wrote in my entire Marcus's adventure book? Seven. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I tried really hard, you know. <laughs> Couple thousand, probably. Maybe, that, ten, maybe 10,000. That maybe. took a lot. I don't think it was 10,000. No, I, five, I, maybe five. I, I had big handwriting back then. <laughs> yeah. And some of the words didn't count. <laughs> some of them weren't words. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, last year, we both wrote murder mysteries last year, which was pretty cool. Wow. On theme with Don't Drink the Tea, yes. Agatha Christie podcast. And so, yeah, I want <laughs> to nice uh, talk about how we both have been influenced by Agatha Christie in that way. It looks like... Oh, yes, definitely we should. It looks like uh, the first year that I tried it was in 2012. Oh, okay. So, six years Be- ago? Before I tried I don't know when you started. No, oh, well, no, I have a new account, so you could be able to tell. I had to make a new account. No, so I, I have the get old my one. old one. I have the old one. Oh, you have the old one. I yeah. just can't get into it because I can never remember my password to oh. anything. <laughs> That's one of my failings in life. Fun fact: my password to Toontown back in the day <laughs> was Daddy's Boy, spelled with one D and Daddy, Sad. like D A D Y. Someone's gonna go with your Toontown now. <laughs> They're going to go ride the Ferris wheel. They're going to get on the dock. Oh, the cart thing. <laughs> well, that was a good time. We're like, we were literally neighbors. We would call each other on the phone and play Two Town together in separate houses. Like, <laughs> go outside and play. Like, what? No, Two Town was fun. <laughs> you started in uh, 2012, too. Oh, same year. Yep. Okay. Yep. Oh, and that book I actually finished, just not in the year. I am a professional giraffe trainer. <laughs> Okay, this was six years ago. I li- hey, fifteen. I had to, I, I've already been through this. All right, now it's your turn. I live in a flying castle powered by Gopher Dreams. I fifteen. <laughs> I sing blues music at Chico's Lounge every Friday night. No, that's a fact. The elderly get in free. <laughs> what kind of club is that? I'm such a freak. 
was. Wow. <laughs> M. Hey, there's a lot of, um, there, there is a lot of humor in that. Yeah, I don't really have a bio with my new one, do I? <laughs> I don't think so. No, no, I have the joke. I don't always write a novel, but when I do, it's 50,000 50, words. words. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So, yeah, back then, <laughs> I remember I wrote an adventure novel, but I eventually realized that when it comes to novels, the thing that I feel I'm best at, that I can best craft and give my own twist on, is mystery. Hmm. Because that. <laughs> I think that's a and surprise. And why is that? <laughs> and definitely because reading that many mystery books i've had to have read a couple hundred mystery books yeah i feel like i know what makes a good one what makes a bad one what i'd like to see more what mm-hmm. not, people don't use enough and i don't necessarily pull it off but i it's really fun to try to create one yeah i read this absolutely amazing thing um where they asked all of these current authors to say if they thought agatha christie was still relevant and if she was good and why mm. and one of the authors and i don't remember who it was but they said one of the greatest things they said that because of reading Agatha Christie when they were like 12, which seems to be like the age everybody discovers at 12 or 13, yeah. that they, after that, they could never read a book without, read or write a book without needing to know, without needing to have a body count. Yeah. Like, and I feel that that, that happens to you. You're like, yeah, okay, yeah, but, um, gotta kill yeah, but who dies? And <laughs> that's that, what Agatha it's Christie's definitely true. Do. It's like, this is the hungry, hungry caterpillar story. <laughs> Well, yeah, but I mean, someone dies. It's definitely <laughs> true that uh, after you read Christie, that you never read a mystery book the same. That's not an You're understatement. Like a nickname basis now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me and my girl C. Aggie. Like you always, you always compare a mystery book. Like, okay, it wasn't Agatha Christie. After, right. Like, and that is, it's just the gold standard of what you judge them by. Yeah, and not I mean, just. We're only in the early ones now, but when right. we get to the middle section, oh, just just wait. Where it's <laughs> yeah, bang, 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 all of these right. great books. And it was. It's not even just that. Okay, she has her own genre, her own style. They call her the queen of crime for a reason because she created things that did not exist before. Yeah. She created an entire style. Right. And you do yes, you do compare because but you can have mystery books that are a an odd or a bizarre or a unique style that you can't compare to Christie. But in general, you're, you're yeah, going to. Right. Yeah. Every case. And so, yeah, last year we both wrote mystery books and I feel like we both channeled Christie. You had like the locked, yeah. you had the locked room mystery. Like, yeah. And there were none. Yeah. Your plot was, I uh, almost finished that it was one during too. like a, a plague, right? <laughs> and they were locked. Yeah. It was like locked a, away. a medieval England, but like, 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 like what's the Edgar Allan Poe one? King Arthur. King Arthur, uh, Mask of the Red Death. Yeah. Kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The murder mystery set in that. And yeah. I thought that was a really cool idea, but You never spoilers. read it, did you? No, I didn't get to because uh, <laughs> didn't finish it. But I know you had computer problems with that one. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> actually you. her fault this time. I wasn't even going to say it. I wasn't even going to yeah, say it. Yeah, this time it was a computer glitch, not actually her fault. So she says. It's true. But the suspicious... Part of me. I had that is the only that is the only thing I've ever written that it had an ending to. Like I had Uh, the ending ready. (laughs) You maybe you'll write it one day. One day. No. Nope. (laughs) And last year you did the Abysmal Keeper. Yes. Which is probably the my favorite of the things that you have written. Simply not because it was like even no 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 it was it was incredibly good but not because it was like a particular style that I even liked because when you told me about it I was like <laughs> yeah I could tell you weren't that excited uh, about my okay, idea okay fine it's just just <laughs> similar on, to like the Jane Austen just idea. on a purely selfish level like okay that's not my thing but right. of course I'm going to read it and it took me a while and I when I finally did oh man it was really 
really good. Average. <laughs> it was a solid it was, man. It was an okay burger. <laughs> okay book. No, it was excellent. And in fact, I was... It was so good that I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do NaNoWriMo this year because I can't, I can't do it that. It was not that good. No, it wasn't. It was excellent. She read it like after she hit her head or something. <laughs> she weeped tears. I really need to joy. edit that book. Yeah. <laughs> I was late for work a couple days because I couldn't stop reading it. And that it's is very absolutely fl- true. Very flattering. She almost yeah. got fired because of you, Josh. Stop doing such a good job. <laughs> My bad. So let's talk about our books this year. Yes. Since, I mean, we could talk about our old books, but maybe yeah. somebody would want to read let's these new ones. the future. Yeah. So, uh, I think we should read the synopsis and the excerpt of both our stories, but I am a psychopath, and about a week ago, I decided what my book was about, but it was a very rocky path, and about a week before that, it was completely different, so I wrote a synopsis (laughs) to a book that's nothing like my current book. So, it's going to be a mystery within a mystery. Yeah, so I can't read you a synopsis, but I can read you an excerpt. Okay. Oh, but wait, am I reading yours? And And I'll read yours. Yes. Okay. All right, that's not fair. And I could tell you what mine's about since I don't have a synopsis. <laughs> All right, let me find you here. Found him. Joshua. I win. Okay, so I'll say my <laughs> synopsis first, and then you can read the excerpt. How about that? Yeah, go ahead. And I'm really going to stumble over my words go since I haven't written a synopsis. So the book is about... Um, this rich family, this really dysfunctional rich family, because I like small casts, so it's all kind of focused on them and their, their friends. Uh, and it has two daughters... Two daughters in the family that kind of feud uh, throughout their whole lives, and it comes to a boiling point after a tragic accident. And the one is convinced that her sister is an imposter. It's not even her sister anymore. And the other one is convinced that her sister's trying to kill her. And they both say the other one's making it up because they want all the money because the dad's about to die in the family. Both of these sisters hire uh, Sim So, crazy name, (laughs) <laughs> which is a detective I created in my first book that I ever wrote. He is a deaf detective. Yeah, okay. you were 12. That was when I was 12, and I wrote A Murder Mystery. Not very good, but that was the best thing about it, was that character. And that was what inspired me to write this, was to bring him back. Um, he's a great detective because he like he cares about people. He can always tell when somebody's lying. He always knows what people are feeling, and he's accompanied by his brother, who's his loyal assistant, and his... <laughs> Not stupid like Hastings. <laughs> no, no, not, not at in all. the slightest. And uh, <laughs> he's hired by both sisters, and he has to figure out which of these ones is telling the truth, which one's lying, and is, things they... spiral out of control when somebody <laughs> in the family's bumped off. Oh, very interesting. That was a pretty good synopsis. Thank you. I mean, that wouldn't definitely wouldn't be on the back of the book. It kind of trails off. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. Do the sisters hire him separately without knowing without that each knowing one did it? Oh, did it. that's good. That's so good. That's, that's good. That's good. Yeah. So he doesn't. He has to work it in secret, investigating it, making it look like to each sister that he's doing it for their side. Mm-hmm. So that's like going to that. be kind of a fun part of oh, it that I am enjoying. Look forward to that. What do you think? Would you like? Uh, would you like Josh to read that to you, Zach, when he's finished? Sure. A short a Cliff Notes version. <laughs> <laughs> Just tell me that. Tell, tell me the big points. <laughs> yeah. So that's the synopsis. I haven't written up the synopsis, but I did write an excerpt. Yes, you did. And I will read that now. And I'm not going to... I'm not going to do any accents. I mean, I was going to do <laughs> it in a you. British accent or like a silly voice, but I'm not going to. I'm just going to read it straight as if it was an audio And you could book. sign with it, because uh, <clears throat> no sign, but uh, that would be really good for, uh, for a podcast. 
Yeah, it audio. doesn't really work, yeah. and I can't do both at the same. We'll time. just say she is. We'll like. It's like. <laughs> it's like her hands over the phone. That's like trying to do. I mean, you can sign, like signs that you know while you're talking, but the the syntax is so different. Like the structure. That, of the yeah, it would be like trying to speak Russian and English at the same time. You're gonna throw. I want to know what sign is. Okay. Oh my. That's that, gonna keep going that, all day after this is over. You told me to keep going through the whole podcast for the rest of the recording that, every episode. That's a joke. It happens. I forgot. That I, said that. <laughs> I regret that. I'm Thanks a lot, that. Zach. Well, I stand by my statement now that I know that I said it. All right, here is the excerpt of The Butterfly Corpse by Josh Taylor. Is that still the name? Yes, it's okay. still called The Butterfly Corpse. The Butterfly Corpse by Josh yes. Taylor. <clears throat> Sim's eyes traveled throughout the room, passing from face to face. Some stared back at him emotionlessly. Oh, man! <laughs> Woo! Some stared back at him emotionlessly. See, that's not my fault. <laughs> Some rebellious. Sorry, I used a word that's stupid. <laughs> How many syllables is that? Emotionlessly. <laughs> if I could make a suggestion, without emotion might have been better. Sorry. For our uh, <laughs> less able readers. <laughs> yeah, for me. Some stared back at him emotionlessly. Some rebelliously. Oh, that's why you did that. Some without rebellion. <laughs> With rebellion. Others avoided <laughs> eye contact altogether. His hands danced through the air with his usual precision, but his ever-expressive face was frozen in a look of frustrated determination. Todd conveyed the message, which is his brother, Todd conveyed the message with a nervous tremor in his voice. He saw an imploring look in Sim's eyes that made him unsure of what to expect. Three people have died, he said, facing one palm up and the other down. Terrible, painful deaths, completely avoidable. You can help me stop this. Please help me stop this. His audience replied with a surprised, uncomfortable silence, as if they had seen an odd performance that wasn't part of the script. What are you hiding? Sim demanded. What are you hiding? Todd's voice grew quieter when he had to repeat the question a third time. He saw the emotion pouring through Sim's eyes, a pain that must have been obvious to everyone watching. Fine, Sim said aloud. A few of them looked at him, shocked to hear his voice for the first time. If you won't help me, he said gravely, then I cannot save any one of you. That's Ta-da! It. Wow. That's my excerpt. How dramatic. It's not Very bad, dramatic. considering I did a horrible job reading it. <laughs> so that's what I'm going to be putting all my time into in November. Very nice. And now I will read Charlotte's synopsis, since she's oh. not a crazy person. She actually has both prepared. I know what the word novel means. Thank you, Google. She said, Stop I it. don't. What does it mean? <laughs> <laughs> okay. The, Something you're not Would you like me to do a voice? I, no, don't do a voice. I. This is Neville. <laughs> no, do, do the Mad Hatter. I want Neville to... Oh, the rolling 20. <laughs> the brave of the... Okay. <laughs> I dignified yours, except for all the words except that I couldn't say. Being unable mess, to read. Mess up Reading words. without the ability to do so. <laughs> okay, we ready? I'm it's sorry. called The Valley of Thieves by Molly Millions, a.k.a. Charlotte. I, I, why is that even on there? Why did you read that? Because uh. they didn't know what the title was. Oh, oh no, I meant, I didn't, that's like my sign-in name or something. Oh, so it's it by Charlotte Lee High, you don't use a pseudonym? Y- yes, but I don't use that pseudonym. Oh, what do you use? I use you Joshua use... Taylor, but I, it's kind uh, of like a pseudonym because my would. name is Josh Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, no one calls me Joshua. Tricky, no one will ever find you. <laughs> All right, ready? <laughs> As the Roaring Twenties embraces the Egyptian obsession and King Tut is everyone's favorite dead man, 
Respected archaeologist Dr. Lenore Lockstone stubbornly refuses to jump on the Egyptology bandwagon. But when her brother disappears from his dig in the celebrated Valley of Kings, Lenore is forced to swallow her pride and head for the land of mystery. But the shifting sands hide more than the ancient civilization, including a dark secret just as deadly now as it was 3,000 years ago. Hmm. That's not bad. I thought think it was that's going to be a solid pass. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds very intriguing, and I like the humor in it. I would. Thank you. It was really I late. I would listen to the audiobook if Josh was doing it in that voice. I'd be happy <laughs> I'd rather to. listen to it if Neville did it. As the roaring 20s embrace the Egyptian obsession. I changed my mind. I changed my mind. everyone's favorite dead man. Okay. Here's the excerpt. There were a few men she respected. I'm guessing that's the Charlotte character of the story. <laughs> Just stop. <laughs> Would you stop? I hate men. Don't okay. laugh at that. It's funny. That's why I'm laughing. <laughs> there were few men she respected. Even fewer she feared. But this man <clears throat> commanded both in an instant. His age, impossible to guess. Not a thread of silver touched his hair. Not even the frost at the temples dared to show itself. <laughs> Shiny, blue-black, his eyes matched. His brown chin was clean-shaven. A black mustache, neatly trimmed but far from European, rested under his hawk-like nose. The room was hot, just like outdoors, but with only a paltry breeze of air being circulated by a ticking, groaning fan in the corner. Yet, he remained untouched, no sweat beating on his forehead, no moisture on his pristine white uniform as he stood up from his chair. Lenore could not help but stare in closed-mouthed awe. Was this how people looked upon their pharaohs? <laughs> Walk like an Egyptian. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Charlotte's story. Yeah, nice. it's, it's funny. I think that promising, the, I think. Oh, man, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Humble. I think that <laughs> I think that the excerpts really say something about the difference in our styles because yours is very dialogue driven and that's the way you write and that's the way I wish I wrote. You write very descriptive. And I have to write the descriptive There's scene and eventually someone will talk. I know, but it gets a little Make boring. Make it a silent book. <laughs> no speech. No one ever says anything. No words. Anything. <laughs> just exposition through the whole thing. Oh my goodness. If I just ever do, like, do that, you a have 50,000 words shoot. set up. So, <laughs> and since I do dialogue well, maybe I'll jump into Zach's style and suddenly go screenplay in the middle <laughs> of the book. But that does not work for a 50,000 novel. Uh, when you're writing a 50,000 word novel, sometimes uh, you go a little crazy with the descriptions. It yeah. was red, a kind of reddish red. <laughs> a red you would see on a red thing, on a yes. red day. Which, that's the point, though, is you're supposed to, like, later, though no one ever does it. Well, you did. Is I've to edit to, that out yeah. and to clear that up. And, and it is. Because you don't want all of that. It is a beautiful but. thing because uh, when I go back and I read The Abysmal Keeper, I see huge chunks and I'm like, oh, that needs so much work. But I see these things that I can't believe I actually wrote. And that's just because you're pushed up into a corner. I need to write 10,000 words today. Mm -hmm. And from that gun to your head, great <laughs> things happen. It's true. That is very true. So uh, that'll be in November. We'll be doing that. So nice. soon. So we'll be writing books and Zach will be writing music. Yep. And in February is February album writing month. Basically, oh, that's right. Like oh, that's NaNoWriMo. Too. Um, yeah, and you have to write 14 songs. In you can do it. Days. And last month, last year, I wrote four. And I think we should <laughs> sign out with uh, 
all of our favorite 80s love ballads. Just stop. One, two, three. <laughs> oh, I don't know what love is. Come on, Charlotte. Oh, I want you.